I'm Nina, and welcome to the See the Upside podcast, where we talk about all things post-divorce, but also have all kinds of great conversations about how to live your very best life. Our discussions hit real-life topics that we dig deep into, like wellness, friendship, dating, spirituality, love, following your dreams, and healing, to name a few. We love to talk about everything that's fun and feels good in life, from chakras to Chanel, all of it. But we also get honest about life's challenges that come up and how to find strength, purpose, and positivity through the really hard. We're here to share our journeys, have honest conversation, laugh, and find light in all of the things. Thanks for joining the conversation, and I really hope you enjoy the show. Let's dive in. Have you ever wondered how you could support a loved one who's going through loss? My guest on the podcast today, Janine from Box of Comfort, has created a beautiful solution for incredibly difficult times. Having experienced loss herself and wanting to support her sister who was struggling with an illness, Janine searched high and low to find something to show how much she cared. She didn't find exactly what she was looking for. Years later, she was inspired to create something herself. That's how Box of Comfort came to be. A beautiful gift box filled with items focused on comforting someone experiencing personal loss of a loved one or pet Her boxes are specially designed to provide comfort to all five senses. Her products are so carefully and specially selected, and each product has a beautiful story and mission all its own. And now Box of Comfort is even offering boxes for happier moments like celebrating a new home or just to say thank you. In the interview, we talk about the loneliness of loss, how grief can inspire you to actually live life more fully what a grieving journey is, and finding purpose in our grief and how grief can actually strengthen our faith. We also talk about connecting with loved ones who have crossed, the signs they send, and the beautiful sign Janine shares with her son, Matthew. That was my favorite part. Janine has created a much needed thoughtful business with incredible care and love going into every single aspect of it including supporting local organizations in our community here in Arizona. This interview came at the perfect time when we all could use a little more comfort in our lives, whether it's from loss, disconnection from the people we care about, or just wanting to have some self-care time. I hope you're inspired by Janine's soul-filling story of turning something incredibly heartbreaking into something incredibly heartwarming. It made me realize that every difficult moment is so much more bearable when we know others are on the journey with us. Hope you enjoy the show. Hi, Janine. Thank you so much for joining the podcast today. I'm so happy to have you here. Well, thank you for having me, Nina. I'm excited to be here. So I found out about you through our mutual friend, Julia, and she's just a beautiful person, a bright light. And I've really started to notice that the people around her just are really beautiful people too. And I think I started kind of noticing you and noticing your product coming up. 
and connected with you on social media. So I'm really excited to talk a little bit more about the company that you're running, the things that you're doing, the products that you offer, and most importantly, the meaning behind them and how they help people and, and help the world kind of be a better place. So I'm really excited for that. Well, good. Well, thank you. And I'm excited to share. So I started a box of comfort about three years ago. A box of comfort, I guess I should first start out saying a box of comfort is a gift and it's a unique gift in that it seeks to comfort the whole person by nurturing all of the five senses. And it was really important to me that the gifts inside the box were of high quality and they were altruistic. And um, each, so each gift inside the box donates a portion of its pro profits to a distinct charity and everything that goes within in the box is made here locally in Arizona. I love that. So that's a little bit about box of comfort. Thank you. But it, it, it started three years ago, but really it started growing in my heart um, when my sister Christy in 2002, Christy was diagnosed. She lives in San Francisco and I live here in Arizona. She was diagnosed with a rare autoimmune disease. And I was searching for a gift that would be meaningful, that was of high quality and something that would help to comfort my sister during her, her health journey and during this difficult time. And I was having a really hard time finding something. And that's kind of when it started. And then and then in 2005, three years later, our son, Matthew, Matthew is our, we have three living children. Matthew was our third child. He passed from a congenital heart defect in 2005. And after Matthew had passed, I, I people would say to me, I, you know, I wanted to, I didn't know what to do for you. I didn't know what to say. I could see that people struggled with how to comfort me during my time of grief. And it is, it's hard to know what to say and what to do. And I think that, I think that most people really, you know, have good hearts and have good intentions and they want to be able to comfort their friends and family members. So now the awareness came to mind that, that there's, a, you know, something lacking that's out there that gift wise that, you know, can provide this comfort. So, and it, you know, I, I not only wanted to create this gift for the recipient, but also for the person that's giving the gift. Um, you know, I know for myself, I struggle with finding gifts that, you know, have meaning and that are, um, you know, meaningful. And so I, it was really important that I provided something to individuals that they could give and feel good about giving. That kind of gives you some background about yeah. my story. Well, I have so many questions. I love this. There are so many parts to this that I love. First of all, I agree with you. I think I want to say I'm so sorry about your son. I know it was a long time ago, but I, I think grief stays with you for life. You know, you work through it and you figure out a way to live with it and find meaning, but it's, it's a, a huge process. And I love that you've channeled and created this really beautiful, positive thing to kind of open up grief a little bit and create a bridge, create a bridge from the people who are experiencing grief, which can be incredibly lonely and difficult to the people who want to support. And I think you're so right that 
people want to do something, but they don't know what to do. It's hard to say and saying, I'm sorry, or, you know, just doesn't seem enough. And I think that's, that's a beautiful conversation and, and just a beautiful idea to be able to offer, which is here's something you can do that starts that conversation that shows the love and care that means you, you know, you don't even know if that person wants to talk right now, but it's a way. And sometimes they cut themselves completely off. There's no phone call. There's no communication, no email. And this is a way where you can just be proactive and reach out and show that you love and care. And I think that's incredibly important. And what a wonderful idea that you're putting out there. I mean, it's much more than the products. And that's a whole nother thing I want to talk about is how much I love the care and thought you're that you're putting into the actual products too, because we can hit that later. But I, as a gift giver, I start Christmas shopping in like July because I want the perfect gift. And if I know someone likes candles, I don't want to just give them a candle. I want them to have something special from Arizona that is made from, you know, natural materials that's going to last long and smell good and look pretty. And, you know, I'm just like a perfectionist about it being just right. Like it has to be a reflection of me and a reflection of them. And, you know, I mean, just everything. So I love that that care and thought goes in there. First, let's just talk about this concept that's just so amazing to create love and connection and, and really almost like an unspoken conversation between someone that's grieving and someone that cares about them and wants to send something. I think that's, that's really, really beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. You know, it resonated with me when you said that it can be a lonely time and it can be. And so that's where with the box of comfort by comforting the five senses of the body, I wanted to be able to provide that for the recipient so that they can feel, even if it's just a little bit, not so alone because it can be. And I know for myself, it was, it was a very lonely journey and it was very, uh, it was full of heartache and um, especially in those beginning years. And um, just to know that somebody's thinking of you and someone, someone is, um, you know, takes the time to, to send a gift or send a text or it just, all of that helps so much. Yeah. And I, I think it's, it's very intuitive. And of course you're intuitive because you've experienced it, but in those moments where your heart is breaking and you're in so much pain, I think little things like having a comfy robe and smelling a good candle, like they may seem insignificant, but they do feel good. You know, they feel good when, when you feel good, but they feel good when you don't feel good and kind of can give you that little bit, take you just a little step higher to feeling a little better, even when things are really, really hard. And I haven't been through the same kind of grief as you, but I, and I, probably shouldn't even relate this because it's not quite the same, but a lot of what I talk about is related to divorce and divorce is a sort of grief. And there, I know that feeling of loneliness of just disconnection from the universe when you're just like 
you know, sucked into that vortex of your grief and, you know, just feeling it all. And it's hard. I mean, there were times when all I could do, you know, all that feels good is to sit in a robe and just take a shower and feel clean for a little bit, or, you know, those fundamental things do really matter a lot. And I think that's, that's really intuitive that you've added all that into the box, that it's not just, you know, uh, a gift that's a token gift to give a gift to say, I'm thinking about you. They actually have a purpose in them. Well, and I, I believe that loss does come in all kinds of different forms. And when I created this box, a box of comfort, I wanted to um, comfort not only an individual that is grieving for the loss of someone or an individual that's grieving the loss of their health, or but also someone that's grieving the loss of a marriage. And we all uh, we also have we have a separate box that is very similar to a box of comfort it's a pet loss box and there's like just a few little differences but you know loss does come in all kinds of different forms and um each loss is personal and each person um goes through their grief journey in a different way and um, so my hope for creating a box of comfort is just to, you know, provide hopefully a little bit of comfort during this journey. Yeah, I love that. The, the pet loss side of it, too. I think that's one of those kind of underappreciated losses that people don't realize how impactful that is, how painful it can be and how important our pets are to us. Uh, I love that. So tell us what's in one of your boxes so we can kind of give everybody an idea of what's included in there. Sure. So in a box of comfort, first off, the box itself is the wood. I purchased the wood from locally here in Mesa, Arizona. And uh, the box itself is dovetailed. It has oil rub bronze hinges and etched on top is uh, a box of comfort or logo and they're stained. And so I wanted the box to be a high quality box that you might want to set out in your family room or set out in your, in one of your rooms in your home. And, um, and then when you open the box up and so the box itself serves as a keepsake for your loved ones or mementos or your journey in mementos and cards and letters and um, whatever it might be in a pet loss box. It might be your pet's leash or dog bowl or what have you. And so then when you open up the box inside from left to right on the left in the back is smile biscotti. So each item within the box supports a mission of doing good, which I think I might've mentioned. And there are biscottis inside for taste. So uh, Matt Resnick, he lives here in Phoenix and he has autism and he employs others with autism and they make and bake the biscottis themselves. And so there are three biscottis inside. And so that's comfort of taste. And then in the center are meditation stones and the meditation stones are made from the Thoughtful Stone Company. And the Thoughtful Stone Company, the owner, her mom passed from stomach cancer. And so she gives back to No Stomach for Cancer. And so inside the, the box is our meditation stones. And each stone has something etched on them to provide comfort. 
And then the, the next item is a candle and the candles are actually made by myself. I have a second business called Coco's Candles. The candles are hundred percent soy wax, cotton wick. It was really important to me that they burned clean, especially for somebody that might be going through treatment. Um, so they burn clean and in each candle, I drop a pewter heart and the pewter heart these hearts were given out at our son Matthew's funeral and there it's an imperfect, imperfect heart, which represents his heart. So Matthew passed from a congenital heart defect. And so, uh, so that was really important to me that the candles give back to the children's heart foundation. After Matthew passed away, I became very involved in the children's heart foundation and raising money for uh, CHF. And then the, obviously that smell of comfort and then the blanket, um, everything's wrapped within the blanket and the blanket gives back to a church in Mexico, in San Marcos, Mexico. And it was important to me that the blanket was, you know, big and generous and soft and really would provide like a, you know, a hug um, so that person could kind of wrap themselves up within the blanket and uh, provide physical comfort. Yeah, today is the perfect day for a cozy blanket in Arizona. It's actually rainy and overcast suns, kind of like coming in and out a little bit. Oh my gosh, we, our family is a blanket family. We have stacks of blankets all over the place. And I think in Arizona, the weather's always fluctuating, you know, in the desert, it's like hot, it's cold, you know, you have to have something with you all the time. So Sure. That And I'm definitely going to include in the show notes, all the links to all these wonderful charities. I'm so interested in learning more about the Biscotti company too. I think that's incredible that they're doing that. And what a great idea. I mean, what an ambitious, wonderful business and what a, what a cool way to integrate that into your box too. I mean, who doesn't love Biscotti? I mean, I love that. So good. They're so yummy with the cup of coffee. <laughs> oh my gosh. So great. So it's got the biscotti. Let's see the stones, the candle, the blanket, and then all in the box, right? Yeah. And then for sound, I say a prayer over the box for sound for the individual. Oh, I love that. And it, you also have a special note that comes with the box, right? Yes. So I can um, sign uh, the individual's name who's sending it with a short note if they would like me to. Oh, I love it. And then where are your customers coming from? Do you have a website? Like where, where are people finding you? So I do have a website and it's a box of And so I do, I probably get about 25, 5% from, of my business from my website. And, um, and then the rest comes from, uh, there's a, fe- a local funeral home in town that sends me about 75% of my business for a box of comfort. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. What a great idea. I'm sure all the people that are connecting to the funeral home are so relieved to have something nice they can do. Because I think sometimes when a death happens, flowers seem a little inadequate. You know, they just seem like, I don't know. I mean, how did you feel about flowers with your son? Did you, I mean, what do you do with all the flowers? You know, it's almost. I have to tell you, yeah, when I, when I received flowers, I just was in a state of, 
trying to keep my head above water. And honestly, when I received flowers, I felt like it was one more thing for me to do and to take care of and to keep alive. So to me, I I made that connection of trying to keep these flowers alive with just, you know, going through losing my son and having to water them. And then I don't know, I, I, you know, I, you know, it's, I just think it's nice to have another option out there and flowers die and they don't, they don't live forever. So, you know, that was another thing that was important for, for me that I could provide a gift that could um, stay with the individual for, for years. Yeah. And that's, specifically designed to address the fact that this is uncomfortable and you deserve something that makes you feel a little good in this moment. Cause I think it is, you know, everything feels so hard in those moments when you have a loss of someone that you love and it can feel like I don't deserve to enjoy anything. I don't deserve to feel comfortable. I don't deserve to feel good. Like I just want to sit here and feel miserable, but I think you need those things that make you feel a little bit good just to be able to get up and keep doing, keep going. I mean, you know, because you're just, it's, it's grief. It's, it's real loss. So hard. Absolutely. Yeah. So, well, let's talk about, you know, let's talk about the pet box too. I'd like to talk about that. What's different in there? What would someone find in that box that would be different from the standard one? Yeah. So when you open the box, the box on the outside looks the same, but then when you open it up, there's just little differences. Like on the paperwork, there's little paw prints. And then the differences really primarily are when you open, up the box on the inside, the paperwork has, instead of these dots, they have little paw prints. And then within the box itself, the meditation stones say love and then comfort. And then there is a paw print. Whereas with the, a box of the stones within a box of comfort says love, comfort, love, comfort, and healing. The candle cork top says in loving memory, and then it has a paw print on it. Whereas in a box of comfort, it says Coco's candles on the top. Yeah. So, so those are the primary differences. And then, and then the card reads a little bit differently. So the card at, at the, on the signature, it has a paw print and then it says from our family to yours. Oh, it's I just know. like the paw prints in the, in the printed material is what kind of makes it more geared towards a pet. Yeah. yeah. I love that. That's such a nice touch. That's really sweet. Yeah. I actually have someone that I need to send that to. So I'll be placing an order soon. So how are most of the orders? You said some of them are coming online, some are through referrals. Can people call you or how do you prefer an order to come in? Yeah. Um, so it's probably easiest if it comes through the website, but certainly if somebody wanted to text me or call me, I can help them walk through how to you know place the order. And then um, if somebody would like to pick it up and not have it shipped, we have two locations. One is Lily Brack Jewelry, which is right in DC Ranch near the Safeway. Um, they can I can drop off the box there for them, and they can pick it up there or um, at my husband's dental office, which is in the Central Phoenix area. So there's kind of two North Scottsdale and Central Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So I'm curious, is there anything on this journey of creating Box of Comfort that you learned about grief that you didn't already know? I'm sure you're always learning new things, I would imagine, but is there anything that kind of came to light that changed for you that, you know, maybe thought, oh, I might approach this differently or change your understanding of grief? So when you ask this question, are you, are you talking about grief in general or my journey of creating a box of comfort? I think on grief in general. Okay. Or either one, you could answer both if you want to. I'm interested in, in the answer for both. Well, you know, it's, it has been 16 years since I've, you know, since we lost Matthew, I couldn't have done what I'm doing now, 16 years ago, right after he had passed. I had to go through my own personal journey of healing in order to get to this point. I can tell you that, you know, I believe that God gave Matthew to us. I believe that God intended for me to go through this loss and uh, these experiences. And obviously I wouldn't have been able to get to where I am or be where I am today if I wouldn't have experienced um, that loss. Losing Matthew was very profound for not only myself, but also my family. It, I think that it has um, made us all, our entire family, more empathetic. You know, I see my son, he is uh, a sophomore in college, and he has a very sweet heart. And he was able to meet Matthew in the hospital, and he was able to spend a little bit of time with him. And when... Mason plays baseball in college and he writes Matthew's name inside his baseball shoe or his cleats. You know, he kind of lives out in, in the things that he does. I know that he tries to honor his brother. You know, it's affected our family in a lot of positive ways. And we, I feel like it's, you know, allowed us to live life to its fullest and to, you know, be able to be more empathetic towards others and to be able to give towards others. A couple of years after Matthew had passed, I started a grief support group at La Casa de Cristo Lutheran Church, the church that we attend. And so I ran that for a couple of years along with another gal, Amy. I would bring in my coffee maker. I'd make espressos for the other husbands and wives that have also lost a child. And we would just spend time together talking and just in a safe space that allowed them to be able to, to share and to not feel so alone. So that felt good to be able to do that for, for that time. I I think that, you know, I think that it's a process. It's a journey. Now I feel that I, I don't think I had the strength back then that I do now. And so that has allowed me to be able to you know, create a box of comfort and to create my second business, Coco's Candles. I know we haven't really dived into that yet. Oh, we will. Don't worry. I want to hear all about Coco's Candles. (laughs) Great. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to comment that I think, you know, obviously you've done a beautiful job and it's, I know, you know, I haven't been through the same kind of grief, but I know enough to know that, that it's, a really hard, hard, hard grief to go through. I mean, that's probably one of the most challenging, painful things that a parent can can navigate. But looking at you, 
you've really done a beautiful job of finding peace and meaning and purpose. You know, I don't know if there's ever quite meaning in grief like that, thinking that like there's meaning in the death, but there's meaning that he was there. And, you know, I'm sure you, hopefully you still feel connected. I love that your son feels connected to him and carries his spirit with him and it inspires him. I mean, what a beautiful way for that to carry its purpose forever. You know, I think that's, that's amazing. And kids really the, I think what I've found through my experience is they, they rise so much more than you think they're going to be able to. There's so much more depth and feeling and connection and compassion. And, you know, it's incredible when you see that really emerge in someone that they really do get it. And that, you know, it's just a a beautiful thing that can come out of really, really hard things. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I, have said to my husband, you know, if it wasn't just for this one thing, there's so many blessings along the way that Matthew gave to our family. And one in particular is it, it really has strengthened my faith. What I have come to realize during my journey is that even though Matthew's not here in a physical sense, he is here in a spiritual sense. It's almost like there's this glass door between us. And I know that he's near and he does give me signs. And um, I think it's just about creating that awareness that that these signs are coming to you and that you are open to receiving them. It's really quite beautiful when you can start to make that connection and, and, and it makes, and it makes it, you know, the awareness that, that they are in a safe place and that you will see them again and that they're okay. I, you know, after Matthew had passed, that was something I became really obsessive about is making sure that he's okay. You know, as a mom, you want to make sure that your, your babies are are healthy, that they're, they're okay. And they're in this, and they're safe and that they're, and to not be able to do that for him. I, it really, um, that was very difficult. So I did a lot of reading of, of, you know, people who have passed and have crossed over and come back and, you know, what did they experience and just, you know, connecting with others that, you know, people who have connected with their loved ones that have crossed over and that I became very interested in learning more about that. So for me, um, a lot of people will experience signs when they've lost a loved one. And for me, it's monarch butterflies. This is kind of a cool story that I'd love to share. Uh, so a year- hey, I already have chills all over my body and I'm about <laughs> crying. I just listened to the audiobook signs. Have you ever heard that? No. Uh-uh. Oh my gosh, I'm going to send it to you. You're going to love it. It is about this exact thing. It's specifically about parents connecting with children that have crossed. Mm. Oh my gosh, you're going to love it. But I'm, I can't wait to hear this. And I, I love butterflies. I want, I want to hear this story. So my sister Susie had been living in Arizona. They'd moved from Maryland to Arizona for a year. And I would tell her that whenever I would think of Matthew, 
And this is, you know, within the first year of him passing, I would see a butterfly and she would say to me, well, that is crazy because I have been here for a year and I've never even seen one monarch butterfly since I've been here. And I'm like, well, I am telling you it's, it is true. And it happens to me often. So I had ordered a tree from the nursery to be delivered because we wanted to plant a tree in Matthew's memory in our backyard. So I, the day that the tree was delivered, I saw the gentleman pull up with the tree in the back of the trailer. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I yelled out to George, my husband, George, the tree's here. And I went running outside. I was so excited to see this tree. And I look at the tree and it's sitting all by itself in the trailer. And there's a single monarch butterfly flying around the tree. And I just was like, oh my gosh, he's here. So then the next day I invited my family over, my sister, my mom and her kids and my sister's husband and our family. We went out back and my brother-in-law and George were, you know, planting the tree. And um, I had written a letter to Matthew. They planted the tree and I started reading the letter and my sister goes, oh my gosh, look. And she points in the sky and flying towards us, flittering towards us is a single monarch butterfly. And he circled us twice and then he flew away. She's like, oh my gosh. I said, see, I told you it's true. It just, that's, that's Matthew coming to check on us. And just to say, I'm here. Hey, yeah. I'm right. Yeah. That's a beautiful story. Do you still see monarch butterflies sometimes? Because, I do. oh my gosh. And I, I didn't, this is kind of like new to me to have this awareness of signs, but they can also show up like a monarch butterfly on a mural on a wall, or, you know, it doesn't always have to be the live butterfly. It could be coming up in your Instagram feed or, you know, there are lots of different ways that that can manifest. Absolutely. And I have to say that I don't see butterflies like I did in those first couple of years, but what I do see now are numbers and specifically the number one. So when I look at the clock, it's one eleven, or it's one o'clock or so I have this connection with the number one with him. And I, and I know that he's, that he's, oh my gosh, I love that. And I'm going to send you the link to this book. I mean, it is, you're going to love it. It's going to, I'm just, I was getting chills listening to that audiobook, but just hearing your story. I mean, that's so, it, I'm, I'm sure it must be so incredibly comforting for you, but I think in the greater sense, it's comforting to know that life is all connected and that things are good after we pass. There's so much unknown, you know, what an incredible, just beautiful connection to have with your son. I love that. Thank you. Yes, it really is. And I have so many more stories I could tell you, but yeah. Oh, I'm, we're going to go have coffee together. I want to hear because <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Beautiful. Well, good. Well, I know we want to talk about your candles too. I am, I love candles. I'm very picky about candles and I am dying to try your candles. I haven't done that yet. So I'm going to have to order one of those for myself. Let's start with talking about the process because I love that your your standards are so high and it was important to you to have it clean burning and you know the best highest quality ingredients. So how did you go about doing that and how do you do it? 
So I, yeah, when I first started out, I, I didn't know anything about candle making. And so what made you decide to do it? Well, I knew that I wanted to incorporate, you know, I, I, I'll just, well, so the candle is in a box of comfort, right? You know, it kind of organically all came together and I knew I wanted to incorporate the pewter heart. And that came together. I don't even know, like, I don't have a, a time frame or a day or when, when that all came together for me, but it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, oh, I could drop these pewter hearts in the, in the candles. And I knew for sure I wanted to give back to the Children's Heart Foundation. And so it just kind of all organically fell into place. And it just, you know, with a bit of ease, it just naturally came together, you know, just through research and trying different companies that um, sell essential oils, researching different waxes and, you know, what are the purest types of waxes. So I ended up coming up with soy and, and I know that I did research on wicks. I know that cotton wicks are the cleanest burning wick. And so combining the two just made sense. And then the lavender scented candle that I have is the one that goes in a box of comfort. And then just extending when I started then two years after I started a box of comfort, I started, I extended the candle line and created Coco's candles and Coco's Kokodinsky is our last name. So uh, that's why we ended up, they call our three children Coco. So each, each one of them had that same nickname and so did my husband. So it, we ended up extending the candle line and that was fun trying to figure out what scents to put in the candle. We have a variety of different scents from lemon verbena to orange blossom, uh, cactus flower and jade. I would say orange blossom and cactus flower and jade are our two biggest sellers, which is fun because there are orange blossom trees in Arizona and cactus flower. We have, you know, black sea and Egyptian amber. There's a wide variety of different scents that are on our website with descriptions. And what makes our candles unique aside from the fact that they have a pewter heart and that we give a percentage of the proceeds back to the children's heart foundation is that we have a cork top and you can personalize the cork top so if you own a company and you want to put your company logo on top of the cork top you can do that or if you have a fundraiser at school and um, you can put your school logo on there and sell them and you know, I have a wholesale price and so you can purchase them at a wholesale price and then turn around and, and resell them and, and make a profit. We have, you know, customized cork. My dad's turning 90 this year and I'm going to Chicago this next weekend. Wait, and are you from Chicago? Yeah. I had a feeling you were from the Midwest because there were things that you say, I'm from Chicago. I went to New York. Oh, no way. My dad went to New Trier High School. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. You'll have to tell him. I will. I will. Oh, that's so neat. Yeah. So when I went there, there was one New Trier. There wasn't East and West. I think the population went down and they just had one school, which was all at the East Campus. I grew up in Wilmette, and then my family moved to Glencoe while I was in high school. But I was mostly living in Wilmette, very close to the Kenilworth train station. So, okay. 
Okay. Well, that's so funny. So I'm going back to Chicago for my dad's 90th birthday. So I created a cork top that says happy 90th birthday, Jack on it. And I'm actually shipping them to different family members across the U S and on his birthday, we're going to do a zoom call and sing him happy birthday and light a candle. And I love that. It's like a remote connection. That's yeah. so- Oh, what a great idea. Thanks. And we also on the website have, you can, you know, choose different cork tops, handmade in Arizona. There's a, a one with a heart for Valentine's day. Yeah. In fact, Julie and I are, are doing a, a promotion together where we are dropping a piece of her jewelry inside a candle. And so you can purchase the two together, a piece of jewelry and a candle and have it shipped. Well, I was going to say one of the things I usually do with my candles is when I'm done burning them, I, I don't know if this is the right way to do it. Maybe you can tell me a better way. I stick them in the freezer to get out the extra wax because it kind of pops out more cleanly. Then I run it through the dishwasher. And then I usually use those candle holders as either like a pencil holder or something, but with the cork, you really could store jewelry or a lot of so many more items than just like having it be open like that. You know, you would have so many nice options for that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and we also have another size too. So we have the nine ounce and then we have a 16 ounce candle. So yeah, absolutely. You could use them for Q-tips and cotton balls. And it's especially cute if you have a custom cork top to it. Um, There might be a collab in the works here. I think we need to see the upside candle. I love it. Yeah. Absolutely. So tell me the difference between soy wax and coconut wax. Cause that's, I think I've heard of that. Is that a different option that you can do? Is there? Yeah. Um, there are some companies that have coconut wax. Coconut wax is, is clean burning as well. It's a lot more expensive than soy wax it creates a, a higher priced candle, Got but it. coconut wax is great. You know, what's neat though, is I think a lot of people don't think about if their candle is clean burning or when they burn their candle, what they're breathing in. And it was interesting. My, we get our windows cleaned every six months and Antonio who cleans our windows was at our house. And he said, you know, Janine, I go to some people's homes and I clean their windows and there's all this soot on my rags. And he's, and I said, well, what do you see when you're at my house? And he said, my rags are clean. I'm like, okay, that, that's good. Cause I'm always burning candles and I, I, I work out of my home too, but I thought that is interesting. So I ended up taking a videotape of him cleaning our windows and showing the rags and showing that they were clean. So I'm, you know, hopefully he'll be able to get a video of himself cleaning somebody's window. That's not just to compare. Cause I think people don't think about that. And, what I think they're right. and I really, personally made a shift to start educating myself and becoming more aware of all the things that we're using. And especially now that we're working from home so much more, and this is our environment, we can control it. You know, when you're going into an office, you can't be like, okay, you know, we're not going to use these cleaning chemicals, but we're at home. We have a choice. And I found myself at I don't know where I was like target or something not that long ago. And I was looking at sponges and there were like the bright yellow with the green scrubby sponge. And then there were these natural white ones that 
are, you know, more environmentally made, if you will, but they're more expensive. And I almost grabbed the yellow ones. And I was like, you know what, it's like a dollar more like this is a little shift that I can make. And it's something that's in my house. It's something and something that is like affecting this world. And what little changes can we start making all of us and I think candles in particular are important because that's something that is around us and in our environment. I mean, sponge is probably a bad example, but even like I just recently switched to natural toothpaste. I was listening to a podcast about, you know, toothpaste, just like the mainstream toothpaste that we're using and oral care and just, you know, how our culture in the West has really gone away from these more natural products and why, you know, I mean, it's, it's business of course, and that's what these companies are making money, but now we have so many options, you know, we have choices. We can put a water filter in our homes. We don't have to buy flats of plastic water bottles. We, you know, just, I don't know. I'm always so interested in learning about that. And I never really put much thought into candles, but I'm constantly burning candles. And that's, that's a real thing in your environment that you want to be aware of. I love that Coco's Candles is making that choice, you know, is, is being conscious about that. I mean, your whole company, I mean, there's so much good about it. It's, it's amazing. And whole foundation of it is based on love and support for another person. I mean, that's the company, even if it weren't there wasn't so much beautiful thought that went into every single product, but that's the foundation of your business. And then you take that extra step and put so much thought and care into the items that you're selecting to go into it. And then on top of that, you're donating money to all these organizations. I mean, Janine, it's incredible. I mean, it's beautiful and it's really just Thank you. An amazing thing. I, I just, every little piece of it is, is beautiful. It really is. Well, you're sweet. Thank you. I appreciate that. I was just looking to see side note. I don't know if you know, Julia Winter's friend, Miriam Han, H-A-H-N. She has a business and she teaches. I just went to her house for a cooking class. It's all like vegan type cooking, but then she also teaches individuals. I haven't done this yet about certain cleaning products they could use in their home and just what you were talking about. Yeah. Um, I'd love to interview her for the podcast. That yes. Be. Yeah. Yeah. She'd be great. She'd be and great. just always wanting to improve in that area. And I think, you know, there's kind of a myth that we need to be all organic and be like hippies smoking pot and burning incense and sage cleaning. Like you don't have to do that. You can still you know, and I think I did a podcast or not a podcast, I wrote a blog about this, that you can be a little Gucci, a little guru, you know, you, you can mix it up and make your own truth out of it. You can be natural here and be, you know, a little bit more polished than, you know, whatever over here. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, you find your own beautiful mix. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love my girl, Julia, calm and, and classy and patient. And I love her. She has been so instrumental 
for me within my businesses and helped to guide me and is always reaching out to me. In fact, I just got an email from her today, right before you and I started talking about something I should look into for my, for Coco's candles. I mean, she's just always, yeah, she's, she's a gem. Yeah. And she's done the same for me. She's been such an amazing support and is always asking me and trying to help me and trying to, you know, yeah. It's how do you know, Julia? How did you guys meet? I don't know how, probably when she was doing like a trunk show at all saints or something where my kids went to school, I think I just met her through her jewelry. We have a lot of mutual friends. Yeah. I don't, I, we just, I think our worlds just kind of crossed over and we were definitely meant to meet. I mean, I love all of her jewelry. I wear it all the time. I just got these earrings, which I'm newly obsessed with. They're like gold beads. Oh my gosh. And I have a pair that look like this, but have like a, they're wire and have like a disc on them. And I wear them all the time and I'm wearing them in my pictures all the time. And she's like, can you, I love those, but like, Try a different one. Like, do you want a different one? I'm like, no, I like these. I'll wear different bracelets. I'll wear different necklaces, but these are the earrings. That's so funny. Okay. (laughs) My Julia. Right. So what's next for Box of Comfort Coco's Candles? Do you have anything new coming up? Do you do trunk show events, right? That's probably all on hold right now. Do you do like virtual promotions or? You know, this is kind of exciting. Something new that we've just come out with is a thank you box and a new home box. You know, we've seen that with real estate is booming right now for realtors if they are looking for, you know, Guess what, their it's your lucky day because I just started my real estate career. I joined oh. the Harris group. Yeah. With launch real estate. So, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you'll have to check out the boxes online. Yes. I love yeah. that. And I'll tell everybody that I work with about them too. So. That's awesome. I love that. I have to say when we moved into our, one of our homes here, our realtor got us like a welcome gift and it was, I loved it. It was really, really nice. It was personalized stationery, I think with our new address on it, which I thought was a cute idea. Yeah. But I love the idea of a candle too. That's, you know, a great gift. What's going to be in it. Yeah. So, um, instead of the, so it has a candle and Instead of the, then instead of the meditation stones, it has four coasters, they're four stone slate coasters. And for the new home box, it one says, be grateful, then choose happy, gather together blessings on the fourth one. And so, so that's the, so that's the difference. And then on the cork top for the candle, it says, it says home H O M E in big block letters on the top of the candle. And then it has the blanket, the biscottis, and then it doesn't have the lid to the box. It's just the base. So then the base can be used to organize in something in your home, whether it be towels in the bathroom or, or what have you. So it can be repurposed. And then I say a blessing over the box instead of a prayer. Oh, that's a great idea. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to send my first one. (laughs) (laughs) So you just got your real estate license. That's exciting. Yeah, I know it was, it was a, a big 
it's harder than you think, you know, and I've, I still have a day job, full-time job. I'm a sales manager with a tech company. Yeah. So wow, you are busy. I know. Yeah, I know. But everything I love doing, you know, it's all just feeding my soul and yeah, it's really exciting and fun and learning so much. I mean, it's, it's interesting to be, you know, in your forties learning something brand new, but I love that. I mean, that's kind of part of one of the gifts you get of coming out of divorce and really growing and learning is, is, you know, trying new things, starting new things, really figuring out what you like, who you want to be, how you want to live. I mean, it's a real tear down reconstruction in a lot of ways, but it it's all good. It's just, I can imagine that that also must've been very scary too, because I know that, you know, for myself with starting these businesses, there was a lot of fear surrounding starting these businesses and getting them started and recreating yourself can be scary too. There can be many blessings. You know, what I've learned is that I think you have to be willing to just push through the fear. And when you really look at it and you try to understand fear, like what are we really afraid of? You know, you know, I, I think what's worse than fear is coming to a point in our life, wishing that we would have done things. And there are a lot of things when you come out of divorce that you realize, gosh, I wish I would have started that sooner. I wish I would have done this for myself. And now I'd rather try something and fail than wish I had done it and never do it. And I think we find once we try things like your relationship with Julia, that with starting Coco's Candles and Box of Comfort, you have so much more love and support and friendship and just cheerleaders all around you than you think you do. You know, I mean, you, you feel like I'm doing this all by myself. It's really hard but you're not, you know, we all want you to be successful. We're all gonna carry you and shout from the rooftops. You know, you need a Coco's candle. It's the best candle ever. And that's what I think is one of the most beautiful things I've seen from starting over and starting new things is when you let yourself be vulnerable in that way, it allows that beautiful support and friendship in, you know, whereas if you just decide to be safe and not, not play, then you don't get, get the opportunity to experience that in quite the same way. Absolutely. Absolutely. You couldn't have said it any better. And look at you now. I mean, you've got this thriving business. It's awesome. Yeah. And I see, honestly, a lot of my candle sales and online sales are coming from friends that live here locally. And so, I mean, to your point, absolutely. I've seen such um, uh, support in that feels very loving and, and it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I think sometimes we get bogged down in the details of the house, you know, like, well, how am I going to get customers? How am I going to scale it? How am I going to, you know, make all these candles. It's like, you just need to start doing it and trust that you're, especially with something like what you're doing, 
it has such incredible heart behind it. How could it ever not be successful? You know, you have to trust that all of that positive energy is going to come right back to you and that everybody's going to want to see that, you know, just be successful and unfold and it's in its beautiful way. And that's exactly what's happening. I mean, that is just, it's just the whole thing is just positive energy. You know, I love it. Mm-hmm. And I think there needs to be a monarch butterfly somewhere in there. There might need to be like a limited edition candle with a butterfly that comes out, you know, on his birthday for a week or something like that. So it might be kind of cool. I love that idea. Thank you for that. <laughs> I love it. Well, in a box of comfort on the logo, there's a butterfly on the top of the box as the ribbon. So, but I love that for Coco's candles. That's a great idea. So thank you for that. Yeah. I think it, it tells the story too. And people, you're so incredibly open and honest about it. And I think people, people love hearing the story and it's such a, an amazing story of strength, you know, and, and just celebrating your experience of having this, this beautiful child that just wasn't meant to stay with you. It's meant Mm -hmm. to be your angel, your monarch butterfly. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Is there, I think we covered where people can find you on the website. What about you're on Instagram and Facebook too? Uh Mm -hmm. Box of comfort. And then is Coco's Candles separate on there? We have a separate website, cocoscandles.com. And uh, we have a Facebook and Instagram for Coco's Candles as well. Okay. And I'll make sure all those links are in the show notes. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Nina, for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Janine. It's been such a pleasure. I've had so much fun and it's it's really just such a beautiful story. Thank you. Thanks for joining today's episode of See the Upside podcast. For more details about today's guest and show notes and links, visit our website at seetheupside.com. You can find us on Instagram at see.theupside and Facebook at seetheupside. If you love today's show, please spread the light by giving us a rating or sharing it with a friend. We appreciate you so much and love sharing the positivity with anyone who could be inspired by it. We're all on a beautiful journey and it's so much more fun doing it together and sharing our stories with each other along the way. Can't wait till next time.